With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Just want to give you a heads up. This is a special episode of Wild So Nerdy because I unfortunately did not make it to the recording. But we have a surprise for you anyway. It's our long lost friend, as you know. Enjoy, guys. What is yeah. the beanie bubble? Uh, it's on Apple Apple TV Plus or whatever the fuck that is. And it's talk about how the whole beanie bubble or beanie baby craze. Oh yes, I saw about. that. And then how no, it popped. So um, and how we all still have beanie babies. I still have beanie babies in my closet. Speaking of which, I had the chance to get the Princess Die beanie baby for like three dollars when I worked at the mall, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Isn't that isn't that worth something? Like uh, that's like one of the yes. few that's worth something, right? It's it's worth a lot. Well, I wouldn't no. say a lot, but it's it's worth a a good amount that if I sold it, I'd be happy. Yeah. But, it's not like the the sad moment where I told the guy I didn't want the free uh, Walking Dead ep- <laughs> first edition. Oh God, dude. I will never oh forget. God. It breaks my heart. And on that sad note, welcome, guys, to Why So Nerdy. Uh, we're we're missing someone today. Sadly, Will couldn't make it. So I replaced him with, with Dante for the day. With another black guy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, one for another, right? <laughs> we all look alike. Oh my god, you said it, I didn't say it. <laughs> oh god, it has been too long, man. It, it has been far too long. Well, what, it, Absolutely. we took a year break, and then I think I did a spot on yours when I was doing Tinfoil Bunker, and that was about the last time, right? Yeah, I think we recorded uh, maybe two, two other times, uh, including that, yeah. and... Um, I actually had been meaning to reach out to you uh, back in like J- May and June because like we uh, get Michael on here because the way that I schedule off the mats, I try to do it by month. Mm-hmm. So I do, you know, four episode blocks and, you know, I do it, you know, about a month, maybe two months in advance, depending on just how active I feel like being. And I was like, OK, you know, we're talking about March at this point. I was like, OK, let me get a hold of Michael and see if we can like, set something up and more often than not with you it's like let's record as soon as possible and then i'm just going to yeah. bump you to the front of the line but they just like get the express pass. <laughs> well yeah that's <laughs> I always try to explain to people it's like some people you know it's like i let them i was like look you you have uh first dibs you know if you come to me and say hey i need to record it's like all right I'll Fuck whoever's there. I'll, yeah, I'll put I'll you, you know, ahead. 
or you know, some weeks I'll do two episodes. I'll drop you know a Wednesday episode if, if it's that you know if I need to keep one episode there, I'll still try to manage to get the people in. But yeah, I was I was me- meant to like get with you earlier this year, so it works out. Here we are. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say schedules are wild. It worked out. <laughs> Man, it has been far like. You know, speaking of doing two podcasts a week, uh, we need to start doing that with the Why So Informative episodes, because we did one last week where I was just digging for content. I was like, what is new? What is going on? And we got like Haunted Mansion and like, of course, the Barbie movie was actually something we needed to talk about anyway. But uh, (laughs) but most of it was like, oh, God, you know, scramble for something like Disney, Disney, uh, Apple merger and stuff like that. And then literally as soon as we recorded the next day, I got a dump of like Marvel's next movie. Who's who's playing this? Like uh, Audrey Plaza is going to be in uh, uh, the coven. Uh, the upcoming Marvel uh, Coven movie that they're doing or TV oh, show. Ag- Ag- Agatha. Yes. Yeah. Agatha. Yeah. yeah. So like literally as soon as we got done recording, I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> Cause like I missed all of this content that we could have talked about. Yeah. that It happens that way. We we're recording Colompton one night. Yeah. Just as I hit and broadcast, I look at my phone cause I, I try not to look at my phone during recordings yeah. i look at my phone and it was the night that will smith slapped the shit out of chris rock oh and man it was like i was like <laughs> i don't want to talk about this a week later i need to talk right. about this now get him back <laughs> you know and i'm sitting here with my co-host i was like dude and then you know we start pulling the video up and you know my buddy texts me the video and we're like oh, we missed an opportunity so it on the plus side though it gave us a week of like content what would I say? We come up with content. I was trying to find all the memes and come up with all the jokes myself, you know. So I was like, <laughs> Man, We're about to have a blast. We got a week to get this bad boy rolling. Oh, yeah. And you then can write down everything. The fucking well, now we record on Friday nights and we drop mm-hmm. it on Tuesday. And I don't like it because there's just such a gap of shit happening by yeah. the time our episode hits. So, you know, we recorded two weeks ago. And by the time we got done recording on a Friday night, you know, we dropped the episode. Now, in between that episode recording and releasing, all the shit down in Alabama happened. We're like, oh, dude, I never like, forget. I was so excited. We talked about that uh, on the Why So Informative episode. I think it was last week. And uh, fucking dude, uh, that guy blown out of his Crocs is my favorite thing in the whole entire world. That and the uh, have you seen the baseball cap as uh, the Batman yeah. signal? Fucking it was amazing. <laughs> Surprisingly, my wife was the one to send that to me first. Normally, I'm the one sending her stuff first. Yeah. She sent it to me. I didn't even watch the video when she sent it to me. I was like, whatever. So I started scrolling. I saw it and I sent it to her. She was like, motherfucker, I sent this to you. Oh. (laughs) And we we, we have some deep talks here at home in our Kalampton. It's like, just, I mean, more so just like, and having fun at, at the expense of a bunch of fucking asshole racists, right? There, yeah, you know, being dicks. But I don't know that I don't post stuff on Clompton's Instagram anymore about it just because. So I always set the Instagram accounts where you have to follow to comment. Yeah, that's how I gain followers. It's a cheap way to get followers. It's 
people are so dumb about like, <laughs> like no like you're gonna make people mad and they're gonna want to comment so they're going mm-hmm. to follow you to give give the comment and they're gonna forget to follow so go catch them rage follows except for Colompton, where those followers or not followers but the people who tend to get the the content in their um feed or whatever are the imbeciles of social media because not a single one of I, I get so many dms talking about why are you limiting your comments why are you hiding your comments what you don't want to what what are you hiding what do, what do you want people not to say and i remember one guy commented or he sent me a dm and i just happened to be on at the moment yeah. that the dm comes through and i reply with shut up <laughs> and he goes oh that was a fast response and I was like, I just happened to be on. He was like, so why why do you hide your comments? I was like, I don't actually hide my comments. It's set where you have to follow to leave a comment. And then I gave the explanation as to why. Um, yeah. The explanation that I tell most people is part of it is it keeps the, the spam bots out of your uh, comments because I can't stand those. But oh, also yeah. trolls. Most trolls aren't going to follow you unless they're really, really like hell bent on sticking around to fuck with you. And he was like, "Oh, okay, thanks for explaining that." I, I didn't That's get the follow from though. <laughs> I'm shocked it ended well like that. Usually, it, you know, DM yeah. interactions is not <laughs> not a happy ending. Yeah, I mean, most times I'm telling them to suck my dick or I'm calling them fucking. <laughs> I don't know how if you want to edit that out, but whatever. No, it stays in. It stays in. <laughs> All the controversy. That's, yeah, that's how Colompton rolls. <laughs> yeah, I, I, you gotta. Uh, uh, what what this episode was supposed to be is on Twisted Metal, just for not to get too inside baseball on everybody. But uh, I, I'm determined to get you to watch it because you said you haven't watched it yet. And like, Sweet Tooth is in there. Like, he's fucking the best part of the show like you gotta watch sweet tooth you gotta get john doe he's he did a great job uh the guy from uh captain america uh anthony uh, matt yeah, Mac yeah. Or matt? i think it's mackie i want to say i don't know somebody will correct us i'm sure <laughs> uh, not like, but yeah, like he he did a great job in that show like he he, he was flawless like uh him and the i, I don't want to spoil too much but that he also has a partner in it called quiet and it's just not not from Metal Gear Solid, which was way sexier than uh, Twisted Metal was, but <laughs> but uh, it it was it was great. Their their chemistry was awesome. Like everybody, had, like I came in with low expectations, just because you know it's fucking Twisted Metal. What do you do with that? But yeah. the writers fucking took it and ran with it. And it was fucking flawless. You know, I wonder often about content like that though. When it comes to a video game franchise, because most video game franchises that go to any kind of film or television, whatever it may be, tends to just fall flat for whatever oh, yeah, it's reason. It's garbage 90% of the time. And I often wonder, you know, when there is someone that says, dude, I'm enjoying this. I love it. You know, it's great. And then you turn and then there's like, the the eighty percent, the eighty five percent that are like, this is so blah 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 rage. Like, yeah, it's like for those people more so than you know for you who's enjoying this. You know, for those that are criticizing, it's like you know, it's like what do they want? You 
right? What, what did you expect? What like, yeah. Well, luckily, uh, luckily with Twisted Metal, there wasn't really much lore. Like, you know, they had like what a paragraph per character in the game of like what what their background was. So, I mean, they had a lot of room to, you know, uh, embellish. So they did that. And in all honesty, they did a fucking fantastic job. Like they took the core of like, you know, the character and then twisted the story around it. And it was fucking uh, like, I can't say enough good things about it. I really can't. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. Like, I, I'm i not terribly familiar with it. Now, I remember seeing the trailer when the, when this uh, series got announced. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that, that looks interesting. You know, I might check it out. You know, and that's, that's the whole thing for me is that because of doing a horror podcast, I have to watch a lot of horror movies to, yeah. to kind of stay in the current. Uh, more so because we're doing horror by the decades. So I'm playing catch up to like shit from the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. Oh, God, uh, you go that far back? Well, we, so for 2023, we, we decided that mm-hmm. that's what we're going to do for each month. We're going to take a decade for one episode because we only do two episodes per month. Yeah. And um, one episode would be a decade episode. And then the other episode might be, you know, Scream Six, you know, or Barbarian, or you know, let's talk about the Leprechaun franchise that dropped on oh, St. Patrick's Day, so we, we had yeah. to do that. We we couldn't skip that. Um, God, that that movie haunts my dreams when he, when he like made the the pot of gold pop up in dude's stomach, like that fucked me up for years. That that franchise existing haunts my dreams. <laughs> uh, it, What's it, his it's name? Like, uh, Warwick, what the fuck is that guy's name? The the leprechaun. Yeah, yeah, he is just like underrated as an actor. He was everybody. Wasn't he Willow also? No, he wasn't Willow, was he? Yep, he was, he was. Willow. Yeah, Willow. like the... he was an Ewok. Uh, what else was he in? He he was in a leprechaun. Other... Harry Potter. Uh, um, what what else? Like, yeah, uh... Harry Potter. Um, I I could pull it up, but I'm lazy. But yeah, yeah, I mean, he, well, he's, he's it's a loose it. episode. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, but that dude is iconic. Like, he has to be like, uh, you know, Vern, Vern Troy, right? Was uh, Austin yeah. Powers? Like, he, yeah, but he was only mini me. That, that, yes, that was exactly. Like, main. that was his iconic role as a little person, and like him, he he jumped up in fame. But like, I feel like more people should recognize. Uh, uh, what'd you say his name was Warren something? It's Warwick something. I can't fucking Warwick remember something. it right now. Yeah, but like I'm shocked he doesn't get more love. Like I don't I don't hear his name very often uh, enough to where I don't remember it, but I don't remember names in general. So that's a little I, I'm sure that aggravates our listeners when I'm like, um uh, this person uh, with what? I feel like um people from Warwick Davis, that's what it is. There you Warwick go. Davis. That sounds right. Uh, I always get it mixed up with Warwick Dunn, the mm-hmm. former running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, hey, I should know that. Yeah, Warren Dunn. You're right. I do know that. That was when I watched football. Sports ball. But like, like it, it, it's funny. I, I feel like people from um, our generation. So I, I'm gonna I lump you in there. Like I'm not calling yeah. you old, but but I'm you, an you old get soul. The, <laughs> the pop culture references of yesteryear. 
Yeah. So my, my grandparents raised me, so I'm I'm an old soul. <laughs> there you have it. And I feel like though older folks remember remember him just you know he's someone to mm-hmm. you know you know Gen X and the Boomers, uh, just because of, again, Ewoks, Willow. Uh, and Leprechaun was more of like a later thing, and, and by that point, a lot of people kind of fell off of him. It was like, oh, like, but we all knew there was one yeah. actor that could do that role. And it was him. Oh yeah, yeah. Like I, I couldn't imagine. Like I, I keep trying to place like people around that time that would that could have played that role, but like nobody. I, don't, I couldn't imagine anybody doing as well as he did, because like anybody could have done a ridiculous stereotype of like you know an irish leprechaun but like he embodied it and he made it such his own thing to where it was such an interesting character you wanted four movies even though like you know they started getting hacky but like in a good way like like every kill they had was great like he he made like great dialogue like that was at some point they did a reboot maybe not even a reboot but it was like a sequel and he did not play the leprechaun really i haven't and seen it was that weird to even you don't want to yeah. <laughs> yeah we watched all these movies and it, it was it was rough so it must have been a reboot because i see all the ones that we watched that he he was the leprechaun but it was the reboot and we didn't watch the reboots because yeah. just looking at the premise i was like fuck this i'm not watching this <laughs> i'm gonna like, have i've to already wasted up. enough time yeah, when when I get better, you and me, I want to be on the the horror podcast, and we need to do a bad horror movies episode of just okay. like all the shitty, like you know, Santa's sleigh, and you know, um, what is it? Uh, what's the couch? So there's one where a couch starts murdering people, and it, so, I can't remember. It's like a recliner. Like, you know what's and really funny is that I'm actually editing right now an episode for the movie called rubber um, oh my god yes <laughs> rubber was amazingly awful it's it, it was one of those movies where it was shot so well that i'm mad that it's what it was because yeah, like the it, cinematography it was... for that movie was beautiful and it's like <laughs> you wasted it on this Okay. A, telekinetic, a telekinetic tire. <laughs> yeah, that, that a... had a fucking existential existential crisis in the <laughs> middle of the movie. Sink to the bottom God, of the pool, I... thinking about his life. Uh, I fucking, I weirdly, I love that movie. It's it's such a weird trip, and but I loved every minute of it. We had, uh, we got really drunk at a party once and watched it, and it was fantastic. <laughs> I'm not even sure how to take the movie because as I'm listening back to the the audio, I'm like, "Wow, this is what like because I didn't hate the movie at all, yeah, but also I didn't love it for sure. But it, it was not a movie that I would be like, do to see it. But it's not a movie that if you said, "Hey, I watched Rubber," I wouldn't be like, "Ugh," <laughs> like really, like what'd you yeah, think? Like, you know, yeah, I, that's like the, one of the sneaker, the sneaking, like you know, secret movies that like true horror fans or you know people of weird, uh, love weird movies know about. Yeah. So, um, but I I'm down like for the horror podcast right now. I actually need to sit down and write out a 
schedule because I have a bunch of episodes planned, but there's no schedule yeah. for it. My uh, one of my teammates, she just wrote a, a a young adult book. It's a horror book called Holly Horror, and she reached out to me and you know we talked about i had already ordered the book i had already had it pre-ordered it was like she, yeah. she was like you know i was wondering you know if we could get together and, and you know maybe work something out do something i was like actually i have the book order my wife and i were going to read it and then we we're going to invite you onto the podcast to talk about it it's like okay that's perfect so that's one that I had to get bumped to the front of the line yeah. and then we're trying to do a found footage episode uh you gotta do the vhs uh movie oh my god i love that series the thing is like we're gonna talk about found footage but i'd like to do an episode strictly on vhs itself Mm -hmm. at some point it's i just have to give some time because all the research i'm gonna do for because we did a paranormal activity episode Mm -hmm. uh, back in the beginning and i want to do just a straight and i'm supposed to be doing a blair witch episode upcoming you know yeah i was gonna mention you gotta do that for found footage that was the start that's gonna get that'll get talked about in the found footage episode but we're doing just a straight up blair witch episode in itself i was gonna say it's its own yep because being here in maryland like we're about maybe 90 minutes from burkittsville so and when i went to my goddaughter's wedding we drove past and i was just like Ugh, you know, heebie jeebies on this motherfucker. <laughs> you can bring the Blair Witch back with me. But then, like, her wedding was out in West Virginia. So it, it was oh, one of those wow. things where it was like, or no, I'm sorry, the, the rehearsal dinner yeah. and everything was out in West Virginia. So it was like, I don't know which is going to be worse, the folks in West Virginia or the Blair Witch here in Brazil. <laughs> but either way, I don't want either one to follow me home. I was going to say, I'm sure it depends on the area. <laughs> It, it got dark, and I called my wife immediately. I was like, "Hey, I'm on my way home right now, <laughs> right now." I put on some prints at full blast, and like I drove fast for a minute. And I was like, "Let me chill," because when I get yeah, pulled over, uh huh, I will disappear. And the last thing, you know, it's like Prince isn't the worst thing to be your last listen, but that's true. It know. depends on the song. Yeah, it, it's just like. You know, there's a certain point where you're like, look, if I'm going to go out, let it be like to some mob deep or something. Yeah, at least it's not like Madonna's four minutes, you know. (laughs) (laughs) First, the last song I hear before I die is like, fuck. I would I would heckle whoever I would heckle whoever is killing me. I'm going to be like, dude, it's taking way more than four minutes. (laughs) You got to follow the song. You got to keep before the song ends. Right. Yeah. (laughs) You got four minutes. (laughs) I, I don't know that I don't know what what my experience would be if I was getting slashed up by a slasher or killed. But if it's based off anything that happens when I'm training, I feel like I might giggle a little bit. And that's that a little scary. It's gonna fuck with him. Yeah, it's gonna fuck with him. He might give up halfway through. He's like, This guy's a psycho. That's what happens during jujitsu when people are trying to choke me. I laugh. <laughs> like I start laughing and singing, they're like Oh my god! Like, what is wrong with this? He's unhinged, and I'm like, I know, right? I I pay for you guys to do this. <laughs> Weirdo, you into it? You getting into the BDSM? Choke me, right? Man, I mean, I don't know. That, well, that's like the, the thing. They and can't choke me. That's like the next try, step. They can't. 
you know, your wife's going to figure it out and it's going to be your new kink. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, you know, into it, like too much. We're, we're like, getting into a lot of weird shit. Yeah, we're getting older, man. Shit, uh, shit's getting weird now. Like, you know, you can only do regular sex for so long. You got to get into the weird shit. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like my buddy. Well, he's not single anymore, but when he was single, he's talking about being on like fucking Tinder and all those fucking apps. And I was like, I, told him, I was like, dude, I, I don't know if I could be single because I, I don't even know. Like have the terminology for some of the shit people be fucking coming up with. It's like, look, man, I just want to fuck. Right? Like, I remember <laughs> when you... that was like fucking like you know taboo to say fuck. Now it's like, right? Uh, it's make love. It's make love. It's like make whoopee. <laughs> make like, whoopee. Oh my god, I remember that. <laughs> I wonder how Whoopi Goldberg felt when that became a thing. Like uh, for her name. <laughs> It was like finally somebody's paying attention to me. They forget about the fucking color purple now. Right. <laughs> God, I right. always think about being signal. I I used to get drunk and make a list of things I wanted to do in uh, uh, one night stands. So I had this long list of like, I want to have my friends bust in and dressed as mariachis. And then I'm going to stop having sex at the moment they bust in and start doing the Mexican hat dance around a, a sombrero on the floor. Like, cause I wanted to do things that like women will remember forever. <laughs> like, it's like, I am officially now, it was the weirdest thing she's ever encountered. And she's going to have to remember me for all of eternity. It's like, she's going to be on her deathbed and be like, I remember this guy, Darth Vader walked into the room and he started sword fighting him while we were in doggy style. <laughs> like, <laughs> then he pulled out his cock and started <laughs> fucking having a lightsaber battle with him. <laughs> I'll never forget. I didn't know lightsabers made such a slapping noise. <laughs> this is why I'm never ever invited to podcast because this shit just, just goes so perfect far off for ours. I, I see, like I, I love it in ours. Like I, that, I'm, I, I'm the inappropriate one. I always feel bad for Will. I put him in a weird spot. He'll say something. And I'll be like, "Remember this?" And it's like, oh my god, what is wrong with you? See, that's the fucked up thing about the two of us because when we do Colompton, I'm definitely the one trying to say shit to make Steve uncomfortable. It's, it brings you joy, doesn't it? Yeah, because I want to see his reaction. Like, I text myself like fucked up things throughout the week just so I can remember to ask it on the podcast. This, you know, get, and, and when I do episodes on uh, Off the Mats with Marilyn Phil, mm-hmm. I especially love to make him uncomfortable because. He he just doesn't know. Like, like, what do I do with this info? And it's like, I'm sure he's on it, he's on nerd rage. You think he'd be immune to it? No, no. <laughs> like, it, it's funny because it's like even with nerd rage, there's a level of like chill. And then when I show up, it's like, I'm <laughs> the meter goes. I think every episode I'm on, and you you will never hear it because it gets edited out <laughs> like right away. Like yeah. there's like for me, like there's an original copy, and then there's the edited copy. So someday, like with any of my podcasts, I might just release the unedited versions. But Nerd Rage, we we edit on the fly, so most of the time when I say something fucked up, it is gone. You'll never hear it said <laughs> on that episode because Bobby catches it. He's like. And we're gonna edit. What, what did he say? Oh, he was talking about um, 
He says something about an Indian friend. And I go, push start or pull start. And he goes, and we're going to edit right there. I was like, come on, dude. <laughs> like, that, See, that, that was my favorite one. Yeah, you got to keep that stuff and put it on Patreon for when, and, you know, it's like if you want to pay to be be a part of this, you can hear all the awful shit that we say. <laughs> so I consider doing a Patreon with all the like unedited episodes. I was like, that's the thing is, it's not even like the unedited stuff is funny. Though. Sometimes the unedited stuff is just me being very, very hateful, <laughs> saying horrible things to <laughs> Teresa. If she's on So You Like Horror. We, we, we did, uh, was it Halloween Ends? I think it was Halloween. Is that, the, is that the newer one? Unfortunately, yes. No, um, is it bad? Oh. Jesus fucking Christ, it's so bad. It, it's <laughs> it, it. If it wasn't Halloween, if they didn't title it Halloween, it had anything mm-hmm. to do with Michael Myers. It's actually a decent movie, but because it's supposed to be a Michael Myers Halloween movie, yeah, it's supposed it's, to be the finale, right? Mm-hmm, and it is Man, trash. They, the, and the one thing that could have saved it, they didn't do. Which now I don't think I think it would have saved it for me. I don't know if anybody else would have liked it, but I would have loved the, yeah. if they would have. Oh, did. I don't want to spoil the alert just in case. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to spoil it in case somebody decides they want to hurt their eyes and watch it. But oh, okay, um, okay. when we were doing the episode, they brought back the young lady from the original Halloween. Like she was a little girl in in the original Halloween, yeah. and she was playing herself as an adult now. And, you know, we Googled her while recording. We're like, oh, she's 51 or 52. And Teresa goes, God, I hope I look that good when I'm that age. And I go, you won't. And I was like, <laughs> I was like let me just. Like, I don't think I edited it on the fly. I left yeah. it and then went back and edited it later. But I kept the original. And I was like, man, and see, that's the thing. If I put out these things and put them on Patreon, it's like, it's not even like they're funny. They're just mean things that i say like to my I'm wife sure there's something that's gold though <laughs> I'm, i mean yeah it's just like the gold rush i mean you're gonna find a little bit of gold here and there but the rest oh, yeah. stuff is just a bunch of dirt and me saying horrible things to people because ultimately people... i'm a horrible human you are not a horrible human you just say bad things sometimes there's a difference <laughs> true true donald trump's yeah, a everybody human. Yeah. <laughs> well, QAnon. Everyone that's oh in QAnon. And I don't even blame them because you know I'm balls I'm balls deep into cults. That's another episode we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Cults. I like I love a good cult, but there's a certain point when you have a cult, and it's like they're only hurting themselves. But when you have a cult and they're like, let's hurt others, it's like whoa yeah that's like uh uh what was the japanese cult uh um shinrikyo have you Mm. heard of them yeah they did uh yeah they did like a train nerve gas attack like it was it was wild like they 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 wanted to kill everybody essentially to free them from whatever i can't remember the exact motivation but it was like with pain you release into you know the into heaven apparently it was Mm. fucking wild if that's what you're into for yourself, cool in the gang. But trying to tell others, hey, you have to do this too. It's like, eat a dick. We watched yeah, like, the sacrament last night and it was about, it was basically uh, using Jonestown as its kind of baseline. Um, and just watching that and then thinking about the Jonestown documentaries we grew up watching. Is like, Yeah, like that was. They, like, they did like, a good job. And like it's 
this this is probably gonna be bad to say, but like it's sort of hard to feel bad for the Jonestown people just because they they voluntarily moved with this guy. But I think it escalated so bad at the end, like John or not John Jones. I keep calling him John Jones, and we have a uh, <laughs> we have a uh, guy who sells cars life. out here. Yeah, he, he he sells cars out here. His name's John Jones. <laughs> like I feel bad every time I say it, even though he fucks you over on cars. But anyway, back to the point. Uh, I was like listening John to the Jim Jones, Jones over fights, right? Exactly. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Uh, but uh, he he got so extreme towards the end that he started like, have you ever listened to the death tapes? I have not. It, it's a hard listen because like at the end, somebody stands up and they're like, you know, at least let me save the children. At least let's leave the children and, and stuff like that. And it's so it, it you realize that Jim Jones went from cult leader to, he, you know, because uh, what was it? Heaven's Gate. Heaven's Gate was voluntary. Yeah. They didn't go in and murder anybody. Everybody decided to check out and they moved on. But with with Jim Jones and uh, Jonestown, he started murdering people at the end. So he did that big flip from cult leader to murderer. And like it, and like I said, it's sort of hard because they, they got themselves into it, but like you can't help, but listen to the, the desperate grasp for humanity in the death tapes. Like it broke my heart. I listened to it at work. And like, I was like, Oh God, <laughs> like, it was awful. Like whenever I joke a lot about cults, but mm -hmm. yeah, in all reality, you know, you have a lot of them that are really, really fucked. I mean, Jonestown is, the, you know, the big one that we all talk about. Mm -hmm. uh, the Manson family in itself is also fucking horrible. Which is weird considering um, it wasn't really that big of a cult. It was like four people. No. <laughs> like, no. It always amazes I, me I, that think, they're always in the list. I think that they, they just let one of them out uh, a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the girl, ago. I can't remember her name. But yeah, she she yeah, got I released. Need to, need to go look her up. You know, it's been a minute for her, so you know, see what's up. Oh Keep yeah, I'm sure she'll shit. pop up. Yeah, I'm sure she'll pop up in an interview soon someday. Hopefully, she doesn't go back to murdering people. Yeah. Well, well did I mean, she? Did, yeah, I guess they were all apart. Everybody but Manson killed somebody, right? Yeah, Manson. They all sort of had no hand in physically doing anything. Yeah, they all sort of did the the Caesar thing where they all stabbed the the uh couple that they murdered yeah fucking that, that's you know, monsters wild. that they I are. love the yeah i love the movie that they made off of it though i know it's a horrible tragedy but the movie was fucking epic the the uh, the one where they were in the mass you know what i'm talking about um, uh, one of them had like the sack on his head it was essentially about uh oh uh, oh the strangers Yes, strangers. God, it was so good. So that's supposed to be kind of based off. So when they say that one is based off a, a real story, th how that one works is they just take kind of the whole ideal of home invasion being a real thing is what mm -hmm. they're going with. So I remember getting into this discussion with uh, my friend Teresa about it because she kept saying, no, this really happened. I was like, no, you dizzy cunt. It didn't actually happen. <laughs> <laughs> like this is just based off the ideal of home invasions actually happening and like it, it but those are the scariest things because first off you know these are big ass folks yeah you know that are you know killing motherfuckers but also and you know i got some pushback on so you like horror about this but 
you know, one of the coldest lines in a movie to me is when Liv Tyler says, why are you doing this to us? And then the girl says, because you're home. Yep, because you're home. It was messed <laughs> up. Yeah, and it's just like, there's a movie called uh, Speak No Evil that came out this year or last year. Um, and there's a similar line. You know, the basic premise of the movie is, you know, this couple and their child, they're on vacation. They meet up with another couple and their child. They end up kind of shacking up together. And uh, the one husband, he really kind of is drawn to the other husband because he's a strong type. And he's like you know, a man's man type guy where the other mm-hmm. husband is kind of, you know, not so much that. And as the movie goes on, things start to get really weird to a point where maybe about a third of the way through the movie, some shit happens. It's like, yeah, this movie would have ended right here. Because I was like, <laughs> um, well, you know, shit like that. It's yeah. like, you know, the one couple's having loud sex, you know, <laughs> at some point they're like yelling at their kid and like the dad's like throwing shit at the kid oh God. Um, because he's not performing a dance properly. Yeah. It, it's just, I, I don't want to like spoil anything. You know, in case people want to go see it, but it's called Speak No Evil. But there's a line at the end of this movie where the one dad says, Why are you doing this to me? Or why why are you doing this to us? And the other dad says, Because you let me. Oh wow, that does fuck and, you. And, and it's like, yeah, this whole time it's like there's so many points in the movie earlier on where they could have just left. But by the yeah. time they do get to the point of leaving, it's too late. Yeah, so, you've crossed that line already. It's over. Uh, I think of like still to this day, the line that sticks in my head from a horror movie is, uh, did you ever watch the vampire movie? I can't remember what it's called, but, uh, it's a vampire movie in Alaska to where they have like, uh, 30 days like 12... of night. yes, 30 days of night, dude, that line where the lady's like, God, please help us. God, please help oh, us. Yeah. And he's like, God, and he looks up and he like lifts his hands and like, you know, what are you talking about? He's like, no god and i was like that is the best line in any movie i have ever seen i was like that is the deepest shit (laughs) like like talk about like famous last moments there's so many like it's like when it comes to horror you know people get fixated on the ideal of the actual like physicality of the movie what's physically happening in the movie but a lot of times it's the dialogue yeah it's the writings for me yeah like that that's what did uh uh what was it not nope but what was the first one uh get out no the second one the second one the second one sorry uh us yeah us us was amazing with it wasn't so much like the the scares were good the, the and stuff like that but like the writing was fucking flawless in it there there's an intensity to it that the movie in itself wasn't so much it's a horror movie, and you always have to have this. I, I'm going to start like at the beginning of every so you like horror episode, just reading the definition of horror so people <laughs> understand. It's not a bad way to do because, it. Well, usually I have Sarah open episode with uh, giving a, a description of that. Mm-hmm. And um, the thing that gets me is like so many times we get into these debates about, well, that's not really a horror movie. And it's like, okay, shut the <laughs> fuck up. You know? <laughs> And then you have the people like, well, it's not scary to me, so it's not a horror. It's like, again, shut the fuck up. But um, like us, you know, what what adds to the horror of that movie, because it's not like it has like big scares. It's mm-hmm. again, the 
tension in the atmosphere. You're tense the entire time, and you you just have this feeling like something's not right. Something's going something's about to happen and go wrong, and it and it it does a good job of just keeping you on edge the entire time. All of his movies on that like oh yeah, uh, yeah nope, like it, is I can't wait to see nope. We'll, we'll let our daughter watch it. Yeah, yeah, it, it's. It's good. Like, is it brutal? Because I still have, I still have that problem where I can't watch people dying right now. No, it, it's not. So there is one specific thing, and I will warn you of this. Mm-hmm. So you can you'll you'll know the time to, to kind of check out. Okay. And fast forward, probably about. I, would I say usually just look minutes. away. Like we tried to make it through Renfield the other day, and Desiree's like, "You might as well leave the room." <laughs> Renfield was brutal. We watched that. Sarah enjoyed it. I feel like I enjoyed it, but I think I might have been doing notes for another movie. Oh, dude, uh, did you at least see? On. Did you at least see the one where he kicks like dude's arm through his asshole? It was, or he made a, he kicked him so hard he blew shit everywhere. Like it was fucking. Yes. It, I did watch that because, like, my for anyone who doesn't know, I've had a little mental break, uh, <laughs> and uh, I, I have hallucinations of uh, physical violence. So when I watch it, it clicks that on. Uh, and, uh, you know, if it's so ridiculous that it's not realistic, my brain sort of baseline, it's like, you can't hallucinate about this because it's so, it's so over the top. It, it's like with monsters. Like I can watch monster movies because like, oh, what, you know, how many times have you been mauled by a monster, Mike? <laughs> you know, I can't really rationalize that. So, so, you know, I, I can do that. And some of the kills in there were so over the top, but most of the movie was fucking vicious. I I had a real hard time keeping with, up on um, it. Nope. The only one part, and this was the part that was scariest to me, was um there was a flashback mm-hmm. to the t- there's a TV show. Uh, 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 the the young man from uh, Walking Dead, the Asian guy, I can't remember his name. Oh right yeah. Uh, oh God. But I had it. I had it for Steven a second. Everybody knows who you're talking. Yeah, Stephen Yoon or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Sure, it's got a Y in there. Um, he <laughs> as an adult, racist. No. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Like I said, push, push, start a pull. Like, no, that's for Indians, not Asians. Oh my it's god, <laughs> um, but How'd you get banned on the podcast. Well, <laughs> dude, I was just on someone's mental health podcast the other day, and I was like, Where's the line? <laughs> like how far can I push? We're this? we're having uh once again not to get too inside baseball on the podcast, but uh we're we're in the moment of having a bunch of guests coming up, and like I've asked everybody, I was like, how good do I need to be on your show? And they're like, oh, you're fine. I was like, have you listened to any of why? So <laughs> they're like, they're like, not yet. I was like, why don't you give it a listen for a little bit? And you draw me a line. <laughs> I was like, because God only knows what That's- comes out of my mouth half the time. That's what I tell people when they ask to be on Off the Mats. I tell them, how many episodes have you listened to? And mm-hmm. most times if they ask to be on the show, they've listened to some episodes. So they kind of get an ideal. And, and Off the Mats, I try to keep it a little okay. You know, mm-hmm. kind of decent. Um, but if I approach somebody, and they're like, absolutely. And I tell them, I like, look, my only requirement is that you listen to at least two episodes. I don't care which two. Because I People understand it is very laid back mm-hmm. and don't expect an interview because I'm trash at interviewing people. I, I don't know how to do that. 
I shouldn't have a podcast, but whatever. <laughs> like, I can't interview people, but also I do a podcast where I strictly interview people. <laughs> like my grandma said that to me. She was like, yeah. Yes, though. She was like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, perfect. She was like, don't expect any questions from me. So I'm going to have my wife write some questions. Um, but well, there you go. I was going to yeah, say she, she, she could do it. Yeah, I mean, well, my wife's in the book that my teammate wrote. She, I see she has a bunch of notes. So I was like, yes, I don't have to read it now. I can just look at these notes <laughs> and then kind of figure it out. <laughs> that's what, that's what Will like, does. I'll show up with like my I phone is just listed with a bunch of shit. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to wing it. It's like, okay. I was like, but I have specifics I want to get to. He's like, I'll just look through your notes. <laughs> that, that's how it, well, like Steve, when he does clump and he does all the notes for the beers. Yeah. I do all the show notes as far as like, um, you know, whatever we're going to talk about, whether it be Beyonce, home invasions, uh, Jake Paul, uh, I'm, I'm looking. Oh, I'm looking God, right now at my board. Jake Paul. Honestly, I don't like whatever anyone's beef is with them. Man, I'll I'll defend them all I want. Cause look, tell me what your How problem is. is with them. What, he doesn't fight boxers. I just want him to fight one boxer. He did. Who he fought? I'm sure. And he lost that in a split decision, and it was a weird split decision because. Oh, so the Fury Apparently, uh, fight happened? I didn't know that. Yeah, Somebody told yeah. me it was canceled. It's, I didn't watch it. No, no. They fought. Well, oh, okay. It did get canceled. Oh, and then okay. they, they came back up. Um, the, the thing is, it's not even about whether he's fighting boxers or not. That's not what he's... What he's doing is, first off, he's putting a lot more interest into boxing than what boxers are actually putting yeah, he. I, I hate him, but he is bringing a lot of revenue into the box, like or a lot of attention back into boxing, which sucks like, that it's him because I hate him. But <laughs> so, and I was in the same spot as you. I, I hated him, but then started really kind of watching what he was doing because mm-hmm. it's not like he's bullshitting. He's actually he's a legitimate boxer. Like if you didn't know this kid as you know the kid from Disney or the YouTuber, and you saw him boxing an up and coming boxer, he's legit. He, yeah, like, like he, he definitely puts the work in. Yeah, he. Uh, you know, I watched his documentary on uh, Netflix, mm-hmm. and he got with the CF former CFO of the UFC, and this guy is actually who kind of set it in motion because he was like, okay, Jake. If you're going to do this, you have to make a choice. Do you want to be the YouTube prankster or do you want to be a fighter? You can't do both. You yeah. need to choose one. And he went with fighting. He takes it serious. Um, but the thing is, too, a lot of the fighters that he's fought, well, all of the fighters that he's fought that are former UFC fighters, he's gotten them their biggest payday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's they, making like, people money. Whoever shows up to that fight, you're making at least a couple mil easy. And, and he's been trying to push basically at Dana White talking about, look, man, you got to pay your fighters better. You got to get them health insurance, you know, and Dana's like, oh, fuck you. I do what I want because it's the UFC. And yeah, it's like I'm a monster and I'm greedy. Capitalism rules. And, mm-hmm. you know, Jake's like, well, look, man, I'll, I'll take your former fighters. Then I'll beat their asses and then pay them millions I will yep. pay them more than you ever paid them. Um, I mean, Francis Ngannou, who was the heavyweight champ with the UFC, relinquished his title because 
as his contract came up and they went to renegotiate in Francis, I feel like was doing what he felt was right. He was like, look, I would like for the fighters to be paid better. I would like for all the fighters to have health insurance. And Dana was like, nah, we're not doing that. And he was like, then I'm going to leave. He went and signed with the PFL. And I, I can't remember what the upfront money he's getting, but basically anybody that fights him will make $2 million just for the fight. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm shocked more people don't go to Pride. I have, I've always heard that Pride treats their fighters really well. Even though they have no rules and they get beat to death in in the fucking ring, but <laughs> now UFC bought Pride. Pride oh, did they? Oh, but, damn um, it! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna but say they, Pride, so, Pride used to take care of people. <laughs> they also had in the contract we will not test for steroids. So oh, that too. okay, yeah. Well, um, you know, steroids is <laughs> training, right? <laughs> Well, there's also uh, a, you guys coming out now saying that some of the fights were were um, fixed. So Pride had some some issues in itself, but uh, one championship over in uh, South Asia, mm-hmm. they seem to be doing it right. They, they seem to be paying their fighters well. They seem to be um, you know putting on amazing fights. They come on uh, Amazon Prime yeah. uh, maybe once per month. On Friday nights, so you know checking those out. They're fun fights, and they, they mix it up because you'll get an MMA fight, you'll get a Muay Thai fight, you'll get a kickboxing fight, you'll get jujitsu fights. Muay Thai fights are um, fucking great to watch. Oh my god, they're it's brutal, so brutal. It, it, yeah. It's so amazing, and and the thing is, they can do this all on one card. Whereas the UFC mm-hmm. sticks strictly to MMA, and that's perfectly fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I think an issue with the UFC is. Um, right now they're the big dog in the United States. Yeah, yeah, they are. They so are the fighting league. Yeah. And and the thing is, when when you look at, you know, everyone wants to say they were a UFC champ. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Yeah, it's good on your resume. Name. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they say for a gym owners. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want a UFC title and then you go and open up a gym. You're going to get people walk through that door based off the fact that you you can say you're a UFC champion. Yeah. So I mean, hell, you can get guys walk to your gym if you say you fought in the UFC. Uh, you know, guys follow BJ Wiki that, that have former UFC fighter in their profile. Uh, I'm like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> like, and I know a lot of fighters. I'm like, who? Yeah. How many fights? They they got they, they did one good fight. You know they lost. They they went out in the first ten seconds. But you know they were there. I showed up. It's um, like a here comes the boom where he goes into the first fight and he gets knocked out immediately. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They showed up. Like I had um a young lady. Well, I've, I've had one uh, young lady who, who well she still fights in the UFC. She's coming back from injury. I've had her on the podcast. You know. Was someone I wanted on the show. Yeah, I don't. I don't like the idea. Like people are like, oh, you can get this fighter and that fighter on the show. I don't. I don't care. I don't want to talk to them. <laughs> like I want to have people on the show that I want to talk to. And if if you tell me like a girl I was on a podcast with, I, I did her show and then she did my show. And then like two weeks later, she had GSP on her show. Yeah. And I was like, I was excited for her. And then you know we we messaged back and forth privately. She was like, that episode did nothing numbers wise. Really? And I was like. You you think he he would bring in you know a lot of listeners? 
he's well, a big name is too. If he promoted it, maybe. Oh, I mean, so he didn't do any PR at no. all. Oh wow, no. what an asshole! I, I guess he's well, like you do the heavy lifting. <laughs> well, I think the thing is though too is like I don't think he's even thinking that though. You know, he's busy. He's on the move. He's hardly posting on social media. So I mean, for him, it's not. He's probably not even connecting that idea. Whereas when I have guests on the show. I let them know, like, look, your episode is going to go out on this date. I'm going to tag you, blah, 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 blah. And I don't say repost it, but when I tell them I'm going to tag them, it's kind of me saying, hey, I'd appreciate it if you repost it too yeah, after absolutely. I tag you. Yeah. Um, But the thing is, is like if GSP, they're like, hey, you can have GSP on your show. I don't want to talk to him. Not, not that I, he's one of my favorite fighters ever. I was going to say, I, I would love to talk to George St. Pierre. It'd be great. <laughs> I have like I have nothing to say to the dude. Like I, I'm, I have no questions for him. I, I've watched all his fights. I don't care what was going on in his head during during the fight or what was yeah. his prime time. You know, I don't care. But you like you told me, you could do the Chris Farley interview where it's like, remember when you did this in in this fight? It was pretty cool. <laughs> like, the um former light heavyweight champion, he just had to drop the title because he he uh, tore his Achilles. Um, mm-hmm. Jamal Hill, I'd love to have him on the show hilarious yeah like the the, the new guy you're talking about the new champ or whatever yeah well he just dropped the belt so yeah like there is no like the last two champions have dropped the belt because oh, of injury God. so uh but his girlfriend follows me and tags me in posts it's like she's really pretty <laughs> like <laughs> you're so pretty. extremely pretty like i don't like her following me you scare me <laughs> yeah because if he gets the wrong idea it'll fuck me up like quick, <laughs> right. but uh, just run. But just I want to run. Ask you, you can outrun him. <laughs> He's big old boy. You got right this. now. I can. Yeah. <laughs> like, like with that, with that busted uh, Achilles. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, you got him. Full strength. I don't know. <laughs> but um, you I want to ask fast, Kirby, like, too? hey, can, you think I get Jamal on the show? Yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. I would imagine so. Yeah, that'd be great. Fuck um, yeah, pull them strings, he, man. Get them, get them big names because he's he's huge right now. I mean, like that. I mean, he's a funny guy. He came off the contender series, and he's the first person off the contender series to actually win the UFC title. So mm-hmm. it's like it, it, it's those are the people I want to have on the show. I want to have people. Didn't who, Matt Hughes or the the deaf guy? What was his name? Is that Matt Hughes? Who uh, am I thinking Matt of? Hamill. Matt Hamill. Matt that's Hamill. That's who I'm thinking. Of. Didn't yeah. he win a title, or he at least got a title fight? Didn't he? Mm-mm. No, no, I remember him John doing Jones, such good things. John Jones beat the shit out of him. He, he, he has. He's the only person with a win over John Jones. Oh, okay. I knew he did something DQ. big. Yeah, <laughs> it works. It um, works. but so for for the Ultimate Fighter, Forrest Griffith was the first one to win the belt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Bisping has won the belt. Matt, well, no, maybe Matt Cyril was the first one because, like. His season that sounds right. He, his was the comeback season, and if you won the Ultimate Fighter, you got an automatic title shot. And he he knocked out GSP. So Matt Sear, uh Rashad Evans, Forrest Griffin, uh, Michael Bisping—they all won titles. Uh, Diego Sanchez has fought for a title. Kenny Florian has fought for a title. Um, so I mean, the Ultimate Fighter has had its its success, but like the Contender Series is like the show that they do on a Tuesday night. It's yeah. just a single fight. If you fight in an oppressive fashion, you'll get a contract. If you don't, then 
they'll they'll call you back and you know try again. But Jamal went on one uh, a contract from there, and he got a title shot eventually. And then he tours Achilles, and <laughs> so you know he's got time. I'm about yeah, to, I'm about he's to got plenty of time. Now. Absolutely, you What's should up, absolutely bro? do that. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't start it that way. <laughs> That's a good way to get Jaspy. <laughs> How you doing? Where's Jamal at? <laughs> Where he at? Where he at? Be gone. Is Jamal sleeping. <laughs> right. Oh, he right next to you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Take this off speakerphone. All right. <laughs> um, but oh nah, it, it's um, but yeah, the the whole thing to me when it comes to like having guests on it's just like i just want to talk to people i want to talk to like if i have someone on an episode does piss poor i don't care that it did piss poor as long as you had a good time yeah as long as you have a good time that's what podcasting is mostly about like the the whole thing you want is you want to find a community that rallies around you having a good time because like that's Mm -hmm. the whole purpose of this is you want to be your own boss you want to have fun at work you know, so that's that's what you're aiming for, and to build a community. God, uh, that it seems like such fun. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of been the whole thing. Like I went back and looked at the beginning, like old stories on Instagram, yeah, for, uh, off the mats, and I actually got teary eyed because everybody that was being supportive and reposting and resharing, and it, it really hit me in the feels. I was like, damn, dude, like I appreciate these folks. I was gonna say it's it's so, humbling when you see people actually rallying behind you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and I'm starting to see it more at my gym because I'm kind of the the quiet, awkward guy at the gym, mm-hmm. and I don't, you know, I'm I'm just about my business. I show up and train, and I leave. I don't really stick around and talk to people because not, you know, not on some old fuck them type shit. But it's just like I feel awkward, so I just leave. It's I'm like, so weird that you're not more like you know personal in person it's so weird like because yeah every time we get on here we talk so well like i'm like he's got to be like you know a personality like if you and i hung out in person like it would be a blast yeah but 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 we've known each other for a while so yeah yeah and they're like teammates where it's like their teammates like my coach when he first heard the podcast it was like the fuck (laughs) like you talk (laughs) i don't sound like you I was like, nah, dude, I be having a blast. I take edibles sometimes and record. Oh my god, dude, <laughs> good time. I cannot. So, uh, did you ever listen to the Vegas podcast that me and Will did? I don't think I did. We no, ended up releasing it towards uh, towards the end, right before me and him went on break uh, from where he had the the health issues. Uh, I put it up on our Patreon for free, and I was like, everybody can have it and go for it. It. It is not, it's not the worst podcast we've ever done, but like, I am so stupid when I smoke. Like, it's just, it's not fun to listen to. <laughs> like, so I, I, I have to, I stick to my liquor. I drink while I'm podcasting and that's it. Because when I get we high, did, I'm going to be existential the whole time. We did an episode of Kalamp because Kalamp, we drink yeah. a lot, but. I would assume there's like, I know my cutoff. Yeah. So what we end up doing is we split beer. So we have three beers. We split each of the beers. So we're only drinking half a beer, but most of these beers are 10% beers. So yeah, I was going to say they're high alcohol content. Yeah. So Steve has had some episodes where he's gotten really fucked up. (laughs) And I remember the first 
one with the moonshine episode he, he was like, he was in a bad way and one of our friends listened to it and he was like if i were you well first off i can't remember what was going on but i could not re-record on monday night because i mm-hmm. had i i might have i was probably recording with you possibly i feel oh, like yeah. you and i record on wednesdays but i feel like it, this was it, it falls was, around there but, but like for whatever reason i couldn't record on a monday night and i had a friend saying he listened to it it had already dropped or no it hadn't dropped yet because it drops on tuesdays and um i told steve we're not re-recording you know it is what it is and then yeah. my friend heard it on tuesday he was like fire you i would scrap that episode and redo it i was like i can't because i record three podcasts and i have like my times lined up for other shit i no, yeah it is, it is what Sunday it is night. sorry yeah <laughs> so um you know i told him I was like it's just that's the episode is going to be and steve heard it he was like I, I couldn't i couldn't listen to it like 30 minutes then he was fucking <laughs> blasted out of his and mind <laughs> i i told him like I told my one buddy and Steve, the reason this episode stays up because this is kind of a warning. Don't do it again. <laughs> because I'm not going to pull the episode. I'm going to let it stay. And he's gotten fucked up again on episodes, but yeah. he's is he just like now. not is he not a fun drunk? Is he like a quiet drunk or something? Like what was wrong with it? He tries to argue. Oh, uh, okay. And I don't I'm not really into arguing. Like like when we were I'm just talking about Jake Paul. It wasn't necessarily an arg- argument. It was just kind of like, okay, tell me why you don't like him. I'll tell you, you know, now I'm not saying you should like him by any means, but I'm just saying, like, no, absolutely. This yeah. is why he's not as bad as I, he is. Yeah, but I it have, was an argument. Yeah, I have mild appreciation for him, but not too much. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't do arguing much. It depends on the topic. I will nerd no. fight. I will nerd fight quite a bit. <laughs> but it, it, there are certain things. I mean, I'm also, I'm at an age now where I just, I don't have time for arguments yeah that clock you don't like something i'm not going to try to convince you to like it yeah but i will state my case as to why i like something and sometimes i don't have to do that but you know he'll try to argue just anything and i'll have to like there's been several episodes where he's drunk and he'll try to argue and i've threatened him like it's like i'll kill you right now (laughs) and his responses are the best because he he doesn't get defensive he just goes oh and then he keeps he moves to a new topic. He just says, God. Oh, okay. So um and, and like uh we had an episode with he and another friend, they both got drunk and they're arguing about which athletes are better, soccer players or basketball players. And I don't know who, who it's a stupid argument, <laughs> number one. Yeah. Um, but Would, in my experience, I've okay. seen more soccer players transition to other sports and i've seen basketball players transition yeah i was so gonna say they're better them, but they're better conditioned i would say they're better athletes but like you know it, it's a whole so. yeah it, it's more of a conditioning thing like who you know if i maybe a fight i would take a basketball player just because they work their arms too but like you know if we're doing like <laughs> athletics do you think so i've never seen a swole soccer player now a rugby player you they're well, better than soccer players rugby's scary so you don't have to be able to be a good fighter. I, I guess mean, that's true. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Though. Aldo was the 145-pound champion. He's a former soccer player. Um, yeah, there you go. I mean, he was a murderer. The only thing that sucks is that he got knocked out by Conor McGregor in 13 seconds. And everybody's like, oh, Conor's the greatest. It's like, well, okay, Conor did land a, a nice shot and dropped mm-hmm. him. 
but that's not a showcase of like he's a better fighter because I, I think hate still a better fighter. Jose never. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I hate I hate when that happens where like somebody gets knocked out super quick and they're like, oh, see, he's a trash fighter. It's like, dude, everybody gets lucky sometimes. Like, you know, you slip and somebody catches yeah. you. It's over no matter who you are. Like you could be the best fighter in the world. If you leave your right hand down just a little bit, you're going to get caught. It's just how it works. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, and, it's, um, and maybe he was just having an off day. Well, Connor got in his head. Yeah. Connor talked a lot of shit and Joe say he charged. And yeah, he's, like I could see it. French. Yeah, I could see it because he's fucking dead. Conor McGregor's an asshole, so I could definitely see him getting in people's heads. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's just the thing. It's like um, Alexander Alexander Volkanovski, the current 145 pound yeah, is a former rugby player, and that's scary. I mean, the thing is, it's like I don't. I'm trying to think like from other sports that I know of transition players. Eric Anders, he used to play football. He's he's a top 15 fighter. Mm-hmm. Um, Greg Hardy, who used to play for the Cowboys, he is no longer with UFC, but he, he, you know, big boy, heavyweight, you know, yeah. winning fights, but they're giving him kind of like weak fights for him. That they're trying to pump him up and play off his name. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, most of the guys that I'm aware of that, you know, I come over. It's been like rugby soccer players. Um, uh, I'm trying to think. Were there any basketball players? Not that I'm aware of. I was gonna say I can't think uh, of a basketball player that went from that to UFC. There's some uh, basketball the players Oven. that did kickboxing for a while. I know there's a few. I can't remember names right now, but I know there was a few like uh, mild professional boxers or basketball players that went to kickboxing, but not UFC. I, I, I know. Uh, Michael Westbrook, who used to play for the uh, Washington football team or commanders now, mm-hmm. uh, he went into MMA. Um, trying to think, no, Shaq is he's a big MMA fan, he used to train. Um, but but Shaq is kind of my it. point as to why I would say uh, soccer players are better athletes than basketball players because Shaq was just big and Shaq was a phenomenal athlete. But it's mm-hmm. like, I just uh, you know, saw this article about Shaq's weight gain over the years. You talk about mm-hmm. his rookie year, you talk about five years later, you know, he was gradually gaining 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds. By the end of his career, he was about 400 pounds yeah. for the Celtics. And it's like, that's, I'm not worried about that guy. Yeah, he's 400 pounds, but I'm not worried about that guy in any kind of a fight, to be quite honest, when he's going up against a train fighter, because first off, you got bad knees. We're just going to chop you down. Yeah, I was going to say, just kick him in the leg, it's um, over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like but if my, he sits my, on uh, you, it's game manager. over. If he that. does uh if he does the the big country move where he just puts his belly on you, it's game over. See, the thing is though with big country is that big country is a trained fighter, so he knows how to do that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where and I mean he's trained, so I'm sure he knows how to use his weight well. So I mean I'm 215 pounds. You know, if I get on top, I can make it feel like I'm 315 pounds. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you if you train you know, you know how to make that a problem. My main training partner is a female. She's 140 pounds and I can never hold her down. Yeah. Like she's, she's really, she's warm. She moves around a lot. I mean, if, if you know, you know what you're doing, you're not going to have to worry about a, a bigger fighter being a problem. Yeah, you um, got to watch out with ladies. Not, too. They can do that thing to where they move their center of gravity. You ever done that where you try to pick up somebody and they move their center of gravity all the way to their ass and it's like, 
can't pick yeah. him up. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Too, it's like, honestly, why am I trying to pick anyone up at that point? If you want to sit down, that's fine. I'm going to go ahead and put yeah, that into your stomach yeah. and shit yourself. <laughs> um, but, you know, that's the thing. It's like, it, it's all depending on where you want to be. You, you could say, hey, I want this fight to be on the ground and you'll, you know, just keep it there. And then you have to know then that you better have something to offer off the ground. Or you could say, hmm, you know, whether you're a top fighter or a bottom fighter, you know, jiu-jitsu specifically, you know, we have guys who fight off our back, throwing up triangles, throwing up kimuras, uh, any kind of a collar choke. Or if we decide, hey, we want to get a sweep, and now we can go ahead and fight from the top where we can now take your back and go for a naked choke, yeah. uh, uh, bow and arrow chokes, shit like that. But, but it, I mean, it, it's all like specific, like specific um, you know, when, when it comes to, you know, who's a better fighter or who's a better athlete um, for certain things. Because, again, you got a lot of NFL offensive linemen. You think, oh, they're not a good athlete. But it's like, well, I mean, they do some things that you wouldn't see a normal big fella doing. Um, or, again, you look at someone like Shaq in his first few years in the league. There's a 300-plus pound dude, you know, mm-hmm. seven foot plus, and he's, like, doing these miraculous things. And it's like big dudes ain't supposed to do that. But he was doing it. But your yeah, average maneuverability in the boy, beginning of his career, yeah. yeah, he got sluggish towards the but end, like you said, he gained some weight. But yeah, ultimately, that argument between those two, who's better, soccer players or basketball players, is a stupid argument. Uh, just because I don't think either of them could prove it, they just want to argue with each other. And at that point, I did have to threaten. Both of them. <laughs> it's like, listen, we're and I shouldn't guns. have, to, I shouldn't threaten anyone because I'm a nice guy. Like, <laughs> I, I I need to stop fucking threatening people because <laughs> I'm gonna end up getting fucked up one day. <laughs> you you keep you keep throwing it out there. You're gonna find the big bad. <laughs> well, I remember we used to play poker with the guy, and we all made fun of him. We all like called him names. Mm-hmm. And, and when I look back on, I was like, I'm pretty sure he he trains he trained jiu-jitsu during that time. Yeah. And I remember saying to my, my buddy, I was like, I actually dodged a bullet with that dude. Because he was training, and my buddy was, and I wasn't. Yeah. And my buddy goes, "You could, you could have taken him." And I was like, "I don't think you understand nor respect me like martial arts at all." Like, um, sure, we could got to the ground. And I could think, "Oh, okay, I'm gonna fucking lay on his ass," but he could have easily gotten a hold of my foot and did a hill hook and fucking shredded my knee. Mm-hmm. And I, I would, I wouldn't have known anything. That time, especially, so I don't know what the hell hook was. Um, yeah. he could have arm barred me and snapped my arm. I wouldn't have known any different. So arm back then, I dodged a bullet. Now, I was like, "What's that?" I said, "Arm bar scared the shit out of me." Like it just—it's like, not a good feeling. Like, like that—that that whole the, bend is just like you're—you're you're like one moment from snapping. Like that bone is so fragile. <laughs> so the thing is, though, is like in, in order to really. really the arm bar, you could do it in other factors as well. But if they've got your thumb pointing mm-hmm. up, like thumbs up to the sky, you're in trouble. So just turn. So twist your, turn your twist thumb. your okay. Yep. Usually turn it inward, and mm-hmm. that's gonna now change the angle of your elbow. And you 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 buy yourself a little, a little bit of time, not a lot, a lot of time because yeah, I was gonna say not a lot if you don't know what you're you doing. Go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I might have to remember but that. But either way, um, one of it, these days I'll get it, back it, to training. I'm some fat boy in it right now. I I was just um, messaging Desi the other day. 
because I want you, she, she sent something. We were talking about the uh, fight, the Alabama fight, mm-hmm. and I mentioned jujitsu, and she was like, I can't. Something it was like jujitsu or something. Else. She was like, Nah, I'm okay. And I was like, Yeah, One of these days I'm gonna come up to Indiana and get y'all on the mat. I would love to. I'd get my ass kicked, but I'm down. Like, I ain't scared to get my ass whooped. Well, I think that's the thing, though, too. It's like you you have a working knowledge of like fighting. Mm-hmm. So it, it's really just a matter of, of kind of transitioning that, that concept to grappling. Yes, grappling is a science, just like any fighting, striking, kicking, punching. It's all a science. Grappling has its own principles and rules, but you have the basic gist of it. I don't want this to happen, so I need to avoid this. Yeah. From doing this. I don't want him to take to the ground. What I have to do, I have to sprawl, or I have to keep my distance. Now, if you're going to get to the judo guy, you know, I mean, you don't have a whole lot to really do other than just stand up. It's going to end up on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> don't let him grab yeah, you. Yeah, just sit down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're going against a wrestler, kind of a similar thing. If you're going against a jiu-jitsu guy, they probably have little bit of combo of you know a and b yeah so it's just a matter of you know trying to beat that person to the ground um but honestly you know one of the big things i always tell people is like like space is your enemy mm-hmm. so you 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 don't want there to be any space in between you and your opponent so like if let's say you and i are grappling we get to the ground don't let me have any kind of gap you need to just suffocate me with with your body just like pressure me the entire time that. i'm gonna keep moving and, and get the belly on you know, yeah. trying to get away i'm gonna try to shrimp you know yeah. try to you know invert i'm gonna try to do everything to get out of there until i get to my feet um but ultimately you want to hold on to them like a hug and just you know drive off your toes off the ground and kind of push your way into them you know, and, I'm glad you say yeah. that because I always see help. like BJJ stuff. Like I lightly, lightly dipped a toe into BJJ when I was younger, but I always wondered why, like why they were like snuggling on each other. I was like, they're so close. Like, what do you do with that? Now it makes so much more sense that they're they're trying to prevent people from moving now. So I'm glad you said that. I've always wondered. Well, like let's say um, we're grappling. You get me inside control. What I want to do is I want to create a frame and put space between when I, so I can shrimp away, push away, and mm-hmm. try to get back to guard or try to get back to my feet. Whereas you don't want that space. You want to close that space as best you can. So anytime I shrimp, you want to just close that gap. As soon as you see me push back, you want to follow me everywhere okay. I go. Um, it, it's like I said, get on that one day. I'm down. Yeah, I'm excited. I would love to. Next. I, like I said, I did I did uh, mixed martial arts at um, Kentucky Bluegrass, I think is what it was called. If anybody knows that, yeah. shout out to them. But uh, you know, they did mixed martial arts, so I I was more stand up than anything because that's my that's my background. But uh, they they taught us some One stuff, set. but not much. I was only there for a few days. One I didn't set. like it. Yeah, you're good. We probably need to wrap up anyway. Will's gonna and Will's gonna be mad at me <laughs> that we went over an hour <laughs> anyway. You're welcome. Thank you. Oh, Will, you can edit this out, by the way. <laughs> um. Yeah. I mean, here. Yeah. 
I got an hour fifteen here, so yeah, I was gonna say Will's gonna no, uh, Will's gonna get jump on me because we usually try to keep it within like an hour. So we're we'll go ahead and we'll we'll cut it from there. I think we got some good stuff. We were I hope you had fun. It's always fun with you. So we had a blast. Hopefully, I know it was a little bit out of the nerd realm and into like you know horror nerdy, but you know I'm sure people will enjoy it. Nerdum is is a all encompassing thing. I was about to say it's a, yeah, it's a spectrum. Just like autism, it's a spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> and who knows? I'm probably on it. Yeah, right. And you know, you know, I keep seeing these TikTok videos, and like every time, I'm sort of like, maybe, just maybe. Um, is there anything you wanna you wanna put down? Anything you wanna promote? Anything going on? Um, I mean, you know me. Always want to plug the, the the other podcasts I have, mm-hmm. and and also to thank you guys. I'm glad you guys are back with the podcast so oh yeah um, we've been my first so shout out is to you fellas um and just getting getting back on the getting back on the saddle so yeah congrats. we're, we're riding it out this time <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you um yeah we'll, we'll uh get together and, and you know have your own um off mats and and try to do a combined team effort show here get us out there Absolutely. Um, I'm ready. I'm always good for for talking and running my mouth. As you can tell, so am I. <laughs> uh, it's part of the job. It's part of the before job. Before we get out of here, um, thank you again for having me on. Um, if you all are um, interested, go check out my podcast. It's called Off the Mats Podcast. It's anywhere you can find a podcast. And it's usually about martial arts, but it, it varies. It depends. Um, just who the guest is and what I feel like talking about that day. I mean, <laughs> it's just that's how it is. Most of the time, though, we, we are talking about jiu-jitsu. We'll talk about MMA. I was going to say, it usually skip. makes, uh, like, from the ones that I listen to, it always makes an appearance. So even if you're not talking about martial arts, yeah. it shows up somewhere. Yeah. I mean, we figured out, I talked with a guy who doesn't train at all, and somehow he, he brought up martial arts. And I was like, thank you. We'll see. There you go. Yeah, he he worked it in. Yeah, and I'm sure you want to plug Kalamp yeah, into this time. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, if you're um into, I don't even know what Kalamptan is. I mean, we review beers, but I mean I that's only like ten review. minutes of the show. Yeah, it's ten minutes of the show. <laughs> beer review and uh, beer yeah. review and bullshit. <laughs> Other two hours of the show is is us just bullshit and talk. <laughs> about pop culture and, and just you know sports yeah. so go check that out it's called the Columpton Beer Club that's our beer review show my buddy Steve and I we record that every week we drop it on Tuesdays and um, yeah go check that out and the last one I have is uh, Scary Movies if you're into that shit go check out my other podcast called So You Like Horror uh, I drop uh, every first and third Friday of the month we're currently Finishing up the year, talking about horror movies in the uh, through the decades. We just dropped the '90s. We're about to work on the 2000s, uh, very, very, very soon. And uh, check out the episode on Rubber. I didn't really have a whole lot to say on that one. My co-host guest did most of the legwork on that. I'm gonna, have, I'm gonna have to him, check that one out. Suggested it. You do. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to check that I, out. I, I, I love that movie. In the midst of editing. <laughs> Let um, me know when that one drops. I'll be I, I on think, it. I have you guys on Spotify, so it, I'm sure I'll see it when it drops. Yeah, it'll well, 
depending on when this comes out, you'll, you'll know. Yeah. We're talking right now. It'll be up there in the morning. So, okay. Um, but yeah, otherwise, those are my shows. Go check them out if y'all on uh, social media, on Instagram. Go check me out. BJJ, BJJ.wiki. Jesus fucking Christ. I can't <laughs> you got it, out of you got it out of <laughs> um, Off yeah. the Mats podcast. So you like horror. All the words separated by underscores and Colompton Beer Club. Um, yeah, that's it. Alrighty, and you guys know our stuff. You guys can catch us on Why So Nerdy on uh, Instagram. Or uh, are you still running the Instagram? I have access to it. I haven't put much up because I'm having. I, I have to try to figure out a um a system again for it, so yeah. I know when to post. Like how often you want stuff posted, what you want posted. Because if you go off what I'm gonna post. I'm just grabbing shit from anywhere. <laughs> you might want to things that seem relevant. Yeah, you might want to get with Will because Will Will was talking about doing the Instagram too. So maybe you guys can like do a dual link on that. Uh, but that's at Why So Nerdy Podcast. Oh you guys can catch us on Facebook at Why So Nerdy. Uh, I think it's just Why So Nerdy. No, it is Why So Nerdy Podcast on on Facebook. Uh, at Why So Nerdy on TikTok. You guys should definitely check that out. We're getting back into that. It's getting wild over there. We should have some more when, whenever me and Will link back up, we're going to do some more live action stuff so it won't be so much podcasty stuff. So we'll get on that. And then I'm sure Will wants me to uh, promote his uh, Balden project, the Balden project. Make sure you check that out. He's getting back into photography and stuff. So if you live in the Louisville, Indiana area or Kentucky, Indiana area, you might want to check him out, do some photography, stuff like that. And that's all I can think of right now. I wish he was here to, I'm sure I'm leaving out something that he's yelling at the screen right now from a distance, but you know, we'll figure it out. <laughs> but other than that, we love you guys. We appreciate you. And thank you, Dante, for coming back on. It is always a pleasure, sir. Thank you. Thank you. All righty. And we'll see you guys next time. Peace. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.